Good afternoon, and you're listening to Local Media This Week, the programme where we talk about uh, issues in relation to Count Clare that are uh, in the media, and we're talking about the Clare Champion, the Clare Echo, online uh, for both of those as well, and with the Clare Herald. Now, uh, Jim has gone off to further duty, so you're stuck listening to me. Uh, uh, but but uh, the, the big band I- is... Uh, Three, three quarters of the band is here. So we have John S, Pat O'Brien, and David. But and, and we're delighted to I, be here. I, 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 but we have a lady to chaperone you all. So <laughs> back you. at great expense. I'm back in vocals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lead singer, Karen. Lead singer. Uh, the, the, you, I, you should have heard these boys singing a few years ago. So, so, <laughs> so Carol, Carol is here uh, to... Uh, sort of uh, guide us through. There's one or two stories that w- uh, will be particular to you, Carl, that we'll talk about. So listen, we'll get started. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, page one in the Clare Echo, uh, Big Dig and Ennis Wasting More Money. Now, Pat, this is a topic that I'm sure you'd love to talk about. David will disagree with you strongly. Uh, but uh, then we can let the round sue. Uh, uh, so the only big dig I used to know of years ago was the one that they had in Boston when they spent about a few billion dollars <laughs> building a tunnel that took about 20 years to build. There had to be an Irishman in charge of that somewhere. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, Boric has the article there, Pat, pa- page one of the Echo. Commencement of the big dig in one of the county's most prominent car parks has been labelled as, quote, another waste of money by a former mayor of Venice. Tell us about it. Yeah, the part of the story on the front of the Clare Echo uh, is the reading article. And um, the full story is on page 16. Uh, commencement of a big dig in one of the county's most prominent air parks has been labelled as another waste of money by a former mayor of Venice. Dublin Company Archaeology and Built Heritage Limited on Monday commenced ground investigations in every street care park in Venice, having been granted an archaeological license by Clare County Council. Such excavations are in advance of plans to build an office and retail development as part of Venice 240 strategy. Saving this town group of business persons and some citizens have been formed in opposition to the plans. They had held a brief demonstration on Wednesday morning. Chairman of Saving this town, Gerald Mannion, said the deed was taking place without any public consultation and clearly indicates that Clare County Council and Innes 2040. DAC intend to push ahead with their destructive plans for the white public community, despite with widespread public opposition. Now, so, David, it looks like respond. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I presume, Pat, you're 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 not you wouldn't support uh, the idea of an archaeological dig to find out the story of the town's past and what actually might be under um, the ground there in the car park. I can understand, I think, why Mr. Um, uh, what's his name, the former mayor of Clare, what's his name, did you say? Ma- Gerard Mannion Johnny, is objecting to it because he's no, objecting Flynn, to the yeah. larger proposal. No, which Johnny, is about Johnny Flynn is actually the, he's the, he's the he's, former mayor of Venice. He's yeah. the former mayor of Venice has been uh, objecting. Yeah. Lads, I have to lodge serious objection to the negative approach which you've taken towards the, the examination of subfloor in the, in the heart of a, a, what is a late medieval town. Mm. I mean, God knows, you as a historian, particularly, David. I'm, I'm all in favour of the archaeological dig. Oh, I thought you were kind of oh, leading no. up there. With I'm, I'm, I, I, think, I'm, I think I would dig the whole place up to find out what's going on. I, I think, <laughs> I think Pat is upset at the 25 car parking spaces that are gone for five weeks. But Pat, you alluded to earlier that this area has been looked at before. Yeah, uh, as far as uh, I, I just... It I'm, was. I'm trying to find out here where, where please, I, I read it today somewhere about where uh, all this uh, in part of Venice has all been documented before. It has been, yes. Yeah, well, I have to get well, back down to the game. Somebody is no, writing that, here. That, that, that was a non-invasive, wasn't it? A non-invasive Yeah. Somebody, Somebody in the report says he disagreed. I presume this is... Uh, yeah. Whoever is Johnny Flynn or Mannion or whoever Man- it is, he disagreed with the need to undertake a historical analysis of the car park. Ennis is already a magnificent historical record published in 2012 by the Radish Academy of what was built through the centuries in Ennis. But I, I, I'm involved myself in writing one of the uh, historic towns atlases for the town of Clonmel. 
And that relies on the archaeology. Yes, because there is a difference between the archaeological and a historical and survey. I withdraw my 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 terse comment on you because I you uh, put the put put the put put that anger back towards Pat O'Brien. <laughs> there, I, 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 we'd I, like I, to hear what Carol has to say. No, I'm terrified. Let me not open my mouth for the entire <laughs> proceedings. When it comes to something, I just can't control the Lord He he he's standing there in his for a lot of years. Tom Lennon was had a had a travel agency in his, and the Lord Lennon is a is a councillor. Um, um, Why do so, you actually take the take the? Yeah, can retail office block various three car park would would in normal circumstances require a provision of under ninety car parking spaces. The, are right. we talking about two different things here? No, yeah. Because no, the story no, no. is about the archaeological deed. The, the archaeological deed. There are two separate arguments. No, not. the archaeological deed is because they're going to build a, 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 a building. Yeah. On on on, on the car park. You have to by law. That's part of By law, you have to do an archaeological dig in, a, in an area where there is expected to be archaeology. If you want to build a house near a ring fort, the council will demand that you do an archaeological dig there. It's the law. You That's can't do right. it. You now, see, you who see, knows David, what's going to happen in five years? David, yeah, so no, they mightn't get... I lodge my own objection no, here now in that I think Pat's, big, Pat's bigger issue with it is that he doesn't think they should be building... Anyway, on the car park in the first place. Exactly, and that's a separate argument. No, I, 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 no, 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 here, no, no. The professor is right, correct, I think, there. No, but it's a bit like... I want like, to hear what Carol, because Carol could adjudicate. <laughs> but I hope they Wait. find something in, in the bottom of that place. If they stop that building... Now you see, there we go. And that's fine then, isn't it? Yeah, we all yeah. agree. We'll, Hopefully they'll find a lovely Viking boat and well now it unfortunately when they discovered all the Viking stuff up in Wood Key, that no. unfortunately did not stop no. that development. No, it's, it's despite just, public protest. Okay, so go back to the building. That that building they're going to blow up. It's going to cost twenty million. And they're going to have to have two million coming in every 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 um, That's the target, yeah. On it. To make it viable. Yeah. Where are people going to pay? Well, I'm not on the county council. <laughs> well, yeah, but you've asked those questions. Didn't the it? county council propose an additional car park off um, what road was it? Yeah, oh, down near Cusack Park. Yeah, down near Francis, Francis Street. Are people going to walk from Francis Street over to, the, over to this place? To go well, shopping? you'll get your additional um, car parks, oh, car parking space, won't you? Like well, in a built-up town environment, you're always going to have problems with with actual car parking spaces. <laughs> It seems to sure, me that's what's at stake, what, what's at stake here, just like a Pat, what's at stake here is the change, at least attempting to change, the functioning of a town from what was traditionally to uh, a new one again. It's a lot of, uh, people are not happy with the idea of having to walk or travel or drive out to a, a car park, to a a shopping centre and park the car there. They want to be able to do what they've been doing for the last hundred years. But you, you, but you have the whole concept that this is a plan being put forward by NS2040 DAC, yeah. which is sort of like a subsidiary of the council, mm. that it appears a large amount of the businesses in town aren't in support of, and that there appears, if you read what we have been looking at over the last period of time, there have been a few solo runs in relation to it. There is not agreement in relation to, I think even on some of the people from the council, the councillors that are on, on, the, on this committee. So, Pat, if you alluded to that you need to have two million in rent, I presume, mm. yes. to make yes. this worthwhile. Yes. Why, I'd put to you, is if this has been sort of, I won't say sponsored, but... Um, guaranteed probably by the council they'll say it's a separate entity but at the end of the day if something goes belly up the owners could come back on the council in relation to this and you start to say that is a significant amount of money that could, they could be left exposed mm -hmm. to because I, I'd give you an example there's a building that the council have done in Limerick on mm -hmm. Henry Street that had a tenant for six weeks and they mm -hmm. went bust and there's no one in it now, and that was a council building. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 council. Well, it's very nefarious. And then it's a twenty thirty one then, you know, yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah, for for yeah. Limerick, but uh, the the hanging gardens. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. 
you know, and, oh, yeah. and you have all these issues. But in, in Limerick, I think the, the ambition there was, because there were so few office spaces, and I don't necessarily agree with it, but this was the rationale. I don't know what the rationale in Ennis is, but there's, there were so few people coming into the city. There was very little office space for, for companies, big companies, to come in. The Hanging Gardens proposal was to design all these offices. The Department of Foreign Affairs are located yeah. in some of that area, yeah, yeah, yeah. as far as I can but tell. They're further up the road. Yeah, yeah. But it's all. The, it's yeah. all. Yeah. Is it all the one complex? No, no, but no. But in any event, I don't know what the argument in Ennis is. Is Ennis simply copying Limerick? But well, but, I, but yeah, if, yeah. if you look at what's happened, if you look at what's happened with COVID, right? Mm. And you look at big businesses, the likes of Google, Twitter, or whatever X is called now. Google had big plans to bi to buy a big, I think, eighty eight story building yeah. in the Docklands in yes. Dublin. Yeah. Gone. Yeah, yeah. The, because the, the, the environment world, has the, changed. The environment has changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Revenue yeah. staff. Revenue oh, staff yeah. in Limerick, as far as I'm aware, are yeah. working three to four days a week from home. Mm. So. This whole thing about building office space. Now, and with the hanging gardens, talk about it. There's no parking there. Mm. So you said, you know, there's other parking there around town. Is one Tom. solution, John? I know you want to come in. <laughs> is one solution to Pat's problem of parking and the people who want the building yeah. to combine parking into the building? Okay, there are five of us around the table here. Is not that right? And my question, I'll, I'll address the first question to our lady friend. Would you like to live in the heart of a town or on a suburban part? And by the way, the question is, is addressed to the, the, other, the rest of us, but I'd be interested in the female voice on that. If you had a choice. Would I prefer to live? I mean, you're talking about live, not work. You're just actually your residence. You're talking about being resident. Rent or own. The middle yeah, of yeah. The, in, the in, the, in the middle of a town. Yeah, the or concept. On a, or on a suburb. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's certainly an attraction in, in being, and pr pr probably for a lot of people as they've got older as well, to live very bang in the middle of a town. Mm. But, at what, but at what cost? I mean, you know, there's serious protests about, I don't know as much as you do about this, there's serious protests about this, this proposed um, building on, you know, for, for so many different reasons. Not yeah. least of all, That's that it could be a, they, they could they could unearth something which, I suppose which should be protected. What somebody might say to that is the thinking behind uh, moves like this, and it, it's replicated in other towns in the in the. So, but is it residential or is it retail? It, it's I think it's retail. I think it's retail. Retail and office. And that's retail and office. But behind it is the idea of revitalization of yeah. the heart of a town. But John, and you have to get people in, not just shopping. Yeah, but you, you also got need to I, provide housing. I yeah. know, I mean, I, whatever about retail. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm in, I've been in this on a regular basis, and I've walked around the town. Yeah. And, and have I, you ever a problem in parking? I have a problem in parking. I have. Mm -hmm. I, I, was, I, was, I was there a while, I was up with Chalk Coney uh, the last time he was on. Yeah. I, I was eating this one day to collect a pair of spectacles on my way. <laughs> And I drove down the market on Friday, and I couldn't just get a place to park. I drove around for ages, I couldn't get anywhere to And had you collected and the I had spectacles? Down, had you collected the spectacles at that stage? No, just, I couldn't. I couldn't park to, to get to collect them. You couldn't see? So I've couldn't never had a problem in parking. You must have gone in a very busy time I had to go day. down. I had to go down, to, I had to go down towards... Um, uh, out from Beagle down and walk back, and it was absolutely milling rain. Yeah, yeah. And to get down to just, and I think we just collect a pair of glasses. Yeah, yeah. So you but, don't care if there's a Viking boat found by the same things? As long as you've got somewhere to park, is that it? If you're, if you're, if you're in this and, and walk around the town. Yes. And, and I have, you know, because we have, we have discussed it here on a regular basis, walk around the town in a minute. And there's a huge amount of, 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 of uh, commercial buildings closed up. Oh, there are. There are, sure. and that is a problem. They're closed up. That is a problem. So we're going to build it. But they're private. Like, unless you, unless you want the council to compulsory purchase well, private property. There's nobody, there's nobody to take up those places. There's a lot of those buildings, a lot of those commercial buildings out there for, for late. And there's no one to, to take them. Yeah. But is there a plan? Is that. that part of the county plan that to revitalise? O'Connell Street, yeah. and because 
I absolutely yeah. agree with you, Pat. I'm shocked at how bad Ennis is now. Uh, how bad, how, how many derelict buildings, not derelict, but empty buildings well, there are. Building. And some of them are derelict. Yeah. And then at the bottom of Parnell Street, like but, it's but, awful. That, what would you do? Do them bloody up. You know, do them up. Do them up? Yeah, do them up for housing. For living property. Yeah. So I we're think back to the NS... idea again of trying to get people yeah. to yeah. live yeah. 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 in, in the town. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think you would, John, because I even have the lady on, on today and... Uh, she couldn't get a place for her daughter and then we uh, to go into the university. She was young and short of it. Couldn't get it. And she's in Kerry. She can't get a place. Yeah, she's yeah. living in a hotel. And she said she won't be able to, to, to pay 500 euros a week. Yeah. Terrible. No. I mean, in a room in her hotel. And she can't even buy the kettle in, in the room. Yeah. So how would you solve her problem? Well, sure. They, 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 have the, they have this new tax system here. Well, there's, well, you can, is it 14,000 you can... You can yes. own on your own house. But it's just, you just didn't enough people, you know, and they probably didn't enough why, why is it? But why is it? Because if we can understand, if we can get to why this is happening, we can perhaps come up with solutions. But John, the, the why is there aren't enough housing? There isn't enough but, housing uh, but stock we're, we're talking about in the country. Potentially empty. Don't mind the country, just Mrs. Murphy from Kerry, whose daughter is going to university. There is, okay, if you don't want the country, there isn't enough housing in Limerick, there isn't enough housing in Ennis. In Limerick, because there's a university, she has going there. But if you went to university in Dublin, you have the same problem. Yeah. Um, there there isn't enough buildings. Since yeah. the Celtic Tiger, oh, many of the builders went out of, um, out of operation. We, we stopped building houses. Our population continued to grow. And this that's why alone, there's a shortage. This year alone, there are a thousand extra students going into Mary Eye. Well, I don't think it's... That's on the newspaper. The county council are, can give up to 50,000 euros to do up derelict buildings yeah. for the purpose of housing if you don't sell it for three years. Somebody but you have, have to make it your principal private residence. You don't know. No, no, you don't know. You don't no, no, you don't. No, no, no. You don't have... No, it isn't your Brilliant. principal... No, you it's don't. Changed. Absolutely not. Oh, could no. could no. you mind that? 70,000. You get 70,000 derelict. I, this yeah. is the current thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's so been what, what, about they really need to advertise that a I bit just, more. That's what Absolutely. I'm saying. Who knows yeah. this? Yeah. I'm going to have to draw a line. You because, started because, this because, <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. And, I, I, and we moved away very quickly yeah. from archaeology to yeah. building houses. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> and 18 minutes later, we're still talking about it. And I'm going to move us on. We want, we want to stop the digging, I said. No, 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 no. I, I want to see more digging going yeah. on. I, 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 I'm going to move us to page four of both the Clare Echo and the Clare Champion. Uh, Gordon oh, yes. Deegan has it in the Champion. Uh, uh, board Planola has rejected a request by teachers and staff at the, and the Board of Management of St. Flannan's College in Ennis for an oral hearing to be held into contentious plans for a 25 million euro HSE community hospital. Now, John. Well, we've, we've uh, uh, you know, uh, analysed this a few times on the, haven't we, on the media? Yeah, yeah, haven't yeah. We, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it seems, it seems that uh, there's no great sense of unity about the, the project, is there? That, well, know. now remind listeners what the project is. Okay. Mm. There's acreage... Seven, I think. Seven acres mm. around Flannan's College. Well, the HSC are, are buying seven acres from the bishop. Well, yeah, yeah. Seven but, acres well, of the campus. Of the campus. Yeah. And the campus is, is essentially owned by... The diocese, okay. And the HSE want to build a, a, community, a community hospital, hospital or to, centre. Aimed at, is it aimed is at the 25 million. 25. Yeah. And is it aimed as well at, uh, at, the, at the elderly somewhat, is I it? I think so. Am I right in that? I can't, can't, is, is, the, is the plan that the HSE has, is it focused on the elderly people? Yeah, it? the, the, the place uh, Our Lady, um, uh, St. Joseph's. Uh, so here again, we're looking at an extension of what we were talking about, because the expectation, when this was first, in this, the, the, the idea of getting a, a unit for the elderly, or a hospital for the elderly, when that was introduced first, we thought it would be, on, the expectation was to be on the suburbs, Okay, but it's actually but actually close it's enough an attempt to, now the... to actually to infill yeah, a little, yeah. uh, all as part of the thinking 
of the future residents yeah. to be able to yeah. walk into town, or, you know, yeah. as yeah. against the suburban living. Mm. Now, it's an interesting point, like... Uh, well, it is indeed, it? yeah. It's fairly central. So, St. Flannes would be fairly central. But the staff... The staff and the board of management and, of management and others and objected. Others. The county council gave planning permission to the HSE to build this 100-bed hospital. 100 bed, yes. 100 beds. Oh, yeah. And um, <clears throat> the board of management and its principal, the head of the board of management, Father Albert MacDonald. And all the teachers, there's 70 teachers. And uh, they, are, they, are, uh, they objected to it. Now, they lost the, the, the planning application objection, so they yes. appealed to Unboard Panola. Yes. Now, when I read this heading first, I thought, Unboard Panola has rejected the whole thing. Actually, this is a bit of an on-story. Mm. What the teachers and others were looking for was an oral hearing. Yes. You can, Unboard Panola works in two ways. You can have the representatives come before you and you can trash it out verbally. Yeah. Or you can have written submissions and Unboard Panola will make a decision based on the written submissions. Unboard Panola has decided to go down the written route. They have rejected the calls by the teachers and others for the oral um, route. So this hasn't been decided yet. So uh, we will wait and see what we, am I right in saying that, Pat? That is my but, understanding of it. No. Right. Yeah. 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 Can, can I just yeah. ask, is, is there any idea, do you have any sense of how many playing pitches would be lost in this? Well, there'll be seven acres. Of I know seven area. acres, but what is the total around Flannans? Well, I, I don't know what the total uh, is, but seven acres would be a couple of pitches anyway. But I don't think there are any pitches there at the moment. Well, possibly, I don't know. There's a soccer pitch anyway. There was a soccer pitch in part of it anyway. And All right, okay. If okay. Is Flannan's going to grow? It is. It's around 250 students, first-year first students within Japan is that year. No, no, but I'm, uh, I'm asking, is that is it uh, the same? Is there a percentage rise again this year? Is the future of Flannan's an expansion one? If it is, and that is the argument which some of them hold, if it is, then in fact... They're saying we can't afford to give over, okay? Well, I'll take that point. I'll take that point and I'll raise it um, by saying that in certain parts of the country, these types of colleges are going co-ed. Yes. And if and as it I understand, they are co-ed. It's going to It's not for very about five years. About about five. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. So it is for five years. So they nearly have. They have a full leaving cert cohort, so so they're at they're at capacity. So the next John, well, John's question is still valid, and I'd be looking at the census and seeing if the demographic population of the town and the hinterland yeah. is increasing. And if that is increasing, then all schools in the area should expect to see that. Well, that's places I, I, like Crosheen and that where you know they're feeding into the urbanisation yeah. of the country yeah. would indicate that. Mm built-up areas where mm. there are schools are going to have higher yeah. numbers of mm. colleges. Mm. We're going to have to move on. Yes, we're we're spending too much time. Leave it, look, look if, if, what you raise is very, very important. Uh, could we leave it with a question for our listener? Have they any, um, you know, uh, I was going to say a right to interfere in the debate? Are, are there wider questions here? I, sp I suppose well, they, John, I everybody is entitled to make an observation to onboard, to the county council. Yeah. And then if they don't like what they do in the county council, they can make an observation, just as you, you've made an observation yeah. to onboard Panola. But you can't make a new observation to onboard Panola. You have to be... Within the actual... You have to have made a first stab of it yeah, with yeah. the county council. Now, okay. I'm going to make a, an intervention here yeah. now. <laughs> and I'm going to ask a question. Go on. If you had a choice between Colombian coal and Russian coal, what would your preference be? The cheaper one, I suspect. <laughs> if the cheaper one has been long the subject of complaints about environmental damage and human rights abuse, including the displacement of the indigenous people, yeah. what would you say to that? I, th I go back to your original but question. We can't have I can't anymore. What's with this? Is the trick question? Oh, we have. It's, oh, not, it's, a it's not a trick question. It's on page six of, sure is, uh, of the Echo, the echo uh, and okay, money point is remaining oh, as a backup until 2029. Now, but five, 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 years. Five, five years ago, 
they said that they were closing Money Point in 2023. Yeah. Five years ago, I came out with the sort of uh, suggestion that uh, <laughs> they hadn't a hope in hell of closing in 2023 because what were they going to do in the meantime? And eventually they've come out and said, oh, we'll keep it going a bit longer. Yeah. They shut it down in 2019, 2020. Who's they? The ESB. And at some stage, someone might have said to them, geez, lads, we've a lot of data centres. We need power. We might need it. Then the Greens said, oh, you can't be doing that. And you note the LNG plan that got turned just going to in, mention in, in, in Kerry. Yeah. But now, uh, officials from Airgrid in a briefing before the Economic Development Strategic Policy Committee, SPC, of Clare County Council in March stated... 3.5 billion needs to be spent developing the grid countrywide up to 2030 with money points still viewed as offering excellent transfer capabilities and i will say three words to that no shit sherlock <laughs> <laughs> would we like to talk to sherlock We'd like to play. <laughs> like, you don't need to be um, a, a, a brain to figure out uh, at the beginning of september uh, a shipment of coal arrived the bulk yeah. carrier the golden incus, incus left yeah. Workers spent two weeks unloading it. So 180,000 tons, tons of coal. Uh, How much do we this, this, to my mind, is, is a dramatic failure of, planning. Of, of, of the ESB and their failure to, to tackle the, Christ, the, the climate crisis. Um, and they should be the ones being blamed for not taking action. And also the government for not actually enforcing the closure and for putting Year, and I blame successive governments for the last 20 years, Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael, including the Greens, the Progressive Democrats, the Labour Party, who else were in government at that time over the last 20 years, who failed to put any alternatives in place. And yet we knew for 20 years or more that we were facing a climate crisis. And now we have not just a climate crisis, but you've, as you've pointed out, Luke, a Colombian government that is exploiting its region and its workers. Yeah. And between, we were between a rock and a hard place with mining coal <laughs> and, and the yeah. Russians driving up all the prices. But, but no, but you see, David, things were fine beforehand because the Colombians were charging too much. So we started buying from <laughs> Russia. <laughs> and then they, they invaded Ukraine and said, oh, just lad, sorry, we can't buy E anymore. We have to go so back to Colombia. This is, no, what, what the, the solution is close money point. No, I no, disagree. No. I disagree. Close I, money point. I disagree. Close that. money point and accelerate the building of wind farms in the oceans. Right. So, David, I, I shout back in to you and say, okay, foreshore licensing, uh, the agencies that needed to be formed, the various bits and pieces that uh, the government needed to do. I agree. Uh, Telenor and everybody else pulling out because the government wouldn't get oh, let yeah, out yeah, of their yeah. arse and do anything. So I put it to you. I agree with you about the fact that it's a monumental failure on behalf of government, but you can't fully blame the ESB. But look, well, well, the react, ESB are the responsible... is our name. When you're reacting... The event has all more or less... Exactly. Has and 20 years ago, we should have been proactive, John. Absolutely. Isn't that right? Absolutely. We should have been proactive. And the ESB should have led that. And the ESB has all its money. Because they, yeah, they are the most, one of the most profitable state companies we've ever created. Yeah. Yeah. Except AIB. Um, <laughs> well, that's not... Well, it has become a state company. But I would say, Luke, um, in response to the... Now, I do believe in all the regulation. I think the Green Party, the problem, because they... They're trying to abide by the existing planning process to give citizens a chance to object and all the rest. But we're actually in a crisis now. Yeah. And in an emergency situation, you have to sacrifice some of the normal processes. So, David, what you're telling me is we need to do this in the national interest. Because in, the politicians say, of this country have done sweet effort yes, all about it over the last 20 years, and it's now in the national interest. Not just interest. the national interest, but in the globe's interest. And, and, and Christmas week, when you when you want, when you, when, on Christmas day, when you need your hockey coat, and they say, oh, money prices is closed down, we can't use the ESP. I'll be coming down to you who has the gas oven ready, right? <laughs> I'm just putting my name there'll in be no, the There'll be no gas because they wouldn't allow the LNG term to be built. LNG. Carol... And, Go on, we, we'll, we'll move on because I'm, I'm very short of time. Carol, page two on the champion. Yeah, I mean, two on the champion. They, actually, more than page two because it's all the same story. It runs one page, pages one, two, 
and five of the Clare Championship. And it's also on the... It's all the same story. Yeah. And it relates to questions, it's, let's put it this way, arising around the charity that um, initiates the 250 cycle, which is very, very um, well supported. So well supported, in fact, that over the years, so generously supported. And you all know what it is. It's the cycle around Clare. They come to all the villages, buckets out, or you sponsor somebody. We know lots of people from around here yes. who've taken part in it. And most of that money is used, um, according to this, most of the money is used for uh, go taking patients or taking people to Lourdes. And that, that's actually mostly what they use. The problem here seems to be four and a half million is a lot of money. A lot. Hell of a lot of money. A but they must be going to Lourdes every day hang of the on, week. Hang on, no, there's more to it than that. That's over 25 they, years. They bought, over 25 years, they bought a place in the woods, they bought from Quilcher, outside Rowan somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And a centre was founded there for the purpose of, for people with cancer, the man who set this up is a guy called John Dunn, and his wife uh, died uh, of cancer after a short illness. And he says, John Dunn says, she didn't have in those times in the 80s or whatever, a place to go, a kind of a place of refuge, not a place for treatment now, but a place to go to. Mm. And so this centre was set up. But a cancer survivor from Cora Finn has made the point, she's a, she has metastatic cancer, and she has, she's just thrown out the question. And obviously the, uh, the Clare Champion are very engaged with this because they are now investigating the accounts around how this money has been spent. Um, some of the money has been given to St. Luke, some of the money has been given to Air Oak Curling Club. There doesn't seem to be accounts available uh, and they couldn't respond to these queries. Why was money it. given to a hurling club? Well, it's just, it's just said that it was given to a hurling club. There are questions around how the money has been spent, primarily because most of the time, this centre, which uh, you can see on page five of the, of the very few people use the centre. And it has a library, it has a meditation centre, sorry, um, it has a big chapel that holds 60 people, and yet it's not really being used. Perhaps for what people who give towards this charity believed it to be used for. That's, that's, that, that's what my yeah. take on this. David, uh, this cycle, we'd say, would have taken place before your time yeah. in, uh, in, 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 in East Clare. Yeah. And I suppose all of us, the other four of us here, we would have experienced this every year. We would know people because one of the... It was a, a charity cycle before charity cycles existed. Yes, yeah. yes. Right? And it was unique in that one of the things that they did was they had wo one or two people from every village or parish in the county partaking in the cycle. Mm, so yeah. it was a little bit like this rolled around every year and, you know, I, I, a few of the teachers from the school yeah. uh, did it. And, you know, the line was, was a, you know, whoever the local that was on the cycle would lead the cycle, would lead the cycle into their own village. And people yeah. would go out and to people support And people to support. And you can see by the amount of money that was raised, you are talking very significant sums of money over a large number of years. And the way that charities and transparency are two words that I don't like hearing when there's issues. Because yeah. the way yeah. that the charity sector is sort of a combination of regulated mm -hmm. um, and if questions are getting asked in relation to it and accounts aren't being produced, that creates a bad taste. Yeah, it raises red flags, doesn't it? It does. And now, maybe everything is all okay. We don't know. Yeah. But I but think... But why, Luke? I'll put it to you. Why, or I'll put it to everybody, I've already put it to Carol, why would a, a, a charity designed and set up 
to um, provide respite and support for cancer patients and, and their families, presumably. Why would they be spending money in a hurling club? Well, I suppose part of them, like you see, part of, of it might be given to the hurling club when they were doing the, the cycle. Part of it might be given to the hurling to the club because John Dunn played with the and he played with Clare. For what? Well, it, 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 I suppose he, he, part of the money from the, of the cycling would be given to him. Why? Shouldn't it be going to the cancer? Yeah, well, it might be, Sorry, early, it might be early on in the, in the time and, and, and when they were setting up this thing first. See what aspects? Well, would the hurling club have given them money no, and, and they're just paying no, them back? A portion of the money would be would probably given to Air Rogue as, as, as a donation. But, but I suppose the point well, about that is... Why that would be, that would be you, irregular in my mind. If you have a belief well, that if, you are supporting something, and I've done, I've done serious years of fundraising, with charities, specifically with South, with South African charities, and I know how you have to, you know, hold your head up for every penny that you raise, yeah. and that what you must always do is that whatever it says on the tin that you are collecting for mm -hmm. that. So if you've got cancer, if cancer is in the word, yeah. the two fifty cancer cycle, then. You would imagine that all funds must go, whether that's cancer research or support or whatever. So it's disingenuous for them. If somebody is putting, that's on the front page of the Clare Champion, some money was given to Aerog. David didn't, I mean, we're all asking the same question. Why was money raised that was given? So they need to come out and say why. It and was. The, I, I agree with what you say, Carl. And uh, this coming two weeks will be interesting because, uh, as you said, they have, uh, the champion has asked. Yeah, yeah. what, what I think will happen next is the charity regulator will do an audit. This has all happened before, you remember yes, Concern, yeah. Concern, yeah. money was being Boher, raised, and Boher. and Boher is another recent example as well. The charity regulator was set up in, in response to those. The charity regulator now has powers. The GA and, and all the other charities that we have that raise money, they can be regulated. I think where the Clare Champion have got these figures, anybody can check those out on the Charity Regulator website. I'm involved in a few charities myself, and I'm responsible for uploading some of these accounts yeah. um, to the Charity Regulator website so that anybody can check. They will be regulated. David, and they, Or not investigated, and they yeah. should be investigated. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. I think we'll leave it at that. I have about five stories I haven't got to, but David. One last <laughs> question, Luke. I can't understand why... An, a, a, 20 acres or whatever amount of acres of public land 59 has been, acres 59 acres of public land has been sold to essentially a private charity yeah, 59 acres back in 2018 the property 59 acres and that's Queen that's a, that's another scandal and we don't that's know public land for, and we don't know for what purpose and Penny Brook well for to build a cancer respite yeah, centre yeah, okay they built the centre there which costs okay. 1.2 million. Yeah, okay, right. So Quilcher have uh, questions to answer as well. Yeah, listen, we're way, way, right. way, way, way over time, and I'll be giving out to Jim about myself. <laughs> Pat, who's alive or dead this week, music-wise? Um, you need to get the diary out. Roger, Roger, Roger Whittaker died oh. the last week. Who? I'm going to leave old Durham town. Roger Whittaker. Are we leaving old Durham town? Yeah, yeah, we're leaving. <laughs> uh, he died uh, recently, so we have uh, Durham town. Darn, right, okay. We'll be back in a few minutes and we'll be talking about events downtown. I've got to leave old Durham town. I've got to leave old Durham town. I've got to leave old Durham town. And that leaving's gonna get me. Now we're back and uh, the halftime discussion has been uh, very interesting but uh, uh, thankfully the pause button was pressed and uh, none of it is broadcastable. Before we move on to events in East Clare, I want to send our listeners to page 12 and 13 of the Clare Echo and Pat you said it's uh, page 2 in the champion I think. Yeah. Um, the county development plan, the row goes on. 
in that basically the, those big feckers up in Dublin have now told us that we have to sort of change the plan that the councillors agreed. And uh, there's articles there, uh, Porrick has them on page 12 and 13, that Colin Malloy and McNamara clashed during a special meeting. Dooley and Garvey criticised for no show at meeting. And door not close to fixing the O'Donnell directive insists Clara Rochter's member, and there's a picture of uh, Cahill Crow there as well. Now, oh. there's a lot of reading in it, John. We don't have time no, to, no, to, just, to go uh, through it. Give one observation. Yeah. Um, page one of the champion as well, Owen Ryan, and page two. <laughs> the development plan, John. People sleeping at meetings. Well, uh, the, way, the, way, the meetings. No, there were people sleeping at meetings. Well, and, I, I mean, that's. Uh, you I, know, I can fully. And, but yet, our local man was attacked and said, I'm glad you're now paying attention, Deputy McNamara. I thought I would have to wake you up. This is Councillor Colin Malloy. Colin Malloy. There have yeah. been councillors actually asleep at meetings, which Councillor Colin Malloy has been at, and even Sharon, and she hasn't felt fit to raise it before, so it is very surprising that she took aim at Michael McNamara. Well, there's a lovely picture of the two of them on page 13, side, 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 side by side, yeah. both awake. That looks to me as if it's a photoshopped picture, would you agree? Yeah, because he's leaning a little to his left. Yeah. And there's a microphone in front of her or something, and yeah. it looks like a golf club. Yeah. Right. But, Listen. but, she, but she, he retaliated very quickly and reminded her of broken promises to the retailers of Ennis Group and the, the whole Abbey Street issue. Oh, I don't David, want to dig that up again. Yeah, 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 the 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 Good. I know what I was... I just very briefly, John. Uh, what? Um, uh, is it a, a mortal sin or a venal sin uh, that there should be interference uh, from Dublin in our beloved county council decisions. Ooh. I don't think it's a sin at all in this particular respect. And that the sinners in this respect are the councillors who are making such a big issue out of it. Unfortunately, it's councillors all over the country that have obliged the, the state to develop national policies. Yeah. Um, they didn't abide by a national policy. They were told they didn't abide by it, and they're throwing their toys out of the pram. But the national policy was... was, was <laughs> forced, no, no, no. If you, if you go through there somewhere, the national policy was decided above and in the doll, and, and the doll was empty. The doll, whether it's empty or not, is the only place where policies and government uh, uh, and legislation is passed. Uh, by the way, when, when a vote is called, it, the doll might be... Em I worked in the doll for a while, not as a politician. But uh, uh, the doll chamber can be empty. But when a vote is called, the bells ring, and the deputies have to come out of their offices. By the way, every office has a screen with the doll being broadcast at the same time. Um, and they vote on it. And I presume there was a full whip for that vote and whatever it is. Well, there might have been very few in the chamber. But when a vote is called, only uh, uh, yeah. a motion. Uh, I'll just read a small bit of it here. A motion from Councillor PJ Kelly for any I requested the Optus members come before the council to discuss the issue. He told him to go in together and say to the minister, deliver uh, oh. He feared that the director would close up down with Clare and wipe out the villagers. As the KC representative said, only 27 of the 116 deputies of the previous door were present when the national planning framework was voted through. And, I, so there was 26 people. And we'll get no sewers in Broadford or Core Clare. But, but look at what PJ Kelly has got a, a marvellous heading this week as well. He had a good one last week. But the farmers will be the new homeless as a result of this, this policy. I mean, if you can't build houses out the country, what, what's the end result in terms of... You can't build a house. The national policy, whether it's right or wrong, says you can't build a house on a national primary route. Well, do you know the solution to it all, David? Change it from an N to an R. Exactly. I entirely fully agree. And that's what it'll be. Now, listen. National to regional. I've been here for the NR. Yeah, yeah. Before. Right, listen, we have to move on. Before we go on. Jesus, Pat, come on. There'll be no one to sleep here. The policy is move over into towns and villages. And then we went and we built a hospital and take over seven acres of St. Helens College to build that. Yeah. Well, that, the, the cultures are still alive out in the sticks. Well, be, uh, they can have their own thing. And talking about in the sticks, I'm going to quickly allude to page 10 on the uh, Echo. State lodges plans for an interpretive centre at the Bourne National Park. 
And I'm also going to uh, link that to page 16 of the champion. There's no link yeah. at all, but it's just because the two of them are in the barn. Uh, Michael Cusick Day <laughs> took place in 2023, and there's a great load of pictures there with our uh, local Killu Municipal District member and Mayor of Clare, Joe Cooney. And you know what, Pat? Joe looks very happy there in that picture at the bottom, holding yeah, the hurley. Can I, can I uh, bring your attention to what Gordon Deegan yes. has mm. written on page 10? Mm. I think our listeners will be hugely interested in this particular topic. The idea of an interpretive centre at Burn National Park is not new. About how many years ago? Emer Collins. 30 years ago, maybe? Yeah. Professor so, Botany in UCG. Early remember? 90s. Early yes. Well, all we know about it, to be exact, was David was young. So <laughs> that's probably about 10 or 12 years ago. Well, do you know <laughs> 2001. Okay. Um, that's when it was demolished, Pat. Even demolished, yeah. yeah. Ah. Right? So uh, that, was ongoing for, that was ongoing for that six, was seven well, years. A shocking, years ago, a shocking, yeah. a shocking. shocking it was only a count uh, It was shocking, it, and it caused national, that's why. Even uh, the professor of botany in UCG at the time led the actual um, campaign against, campaign against it. it. Yeah. And we all remember, yeah. those of us who are old enough to, to recall it, remember the car park being dug yeah, up, yeah, yeah, the yeah, actual buildings being knocked. Yeah. And you know something? Uh, we kind of took it on the chin here in Clare and, and didn't do a terrible lot about it. In terms of what? Of, you didn't do. Well, access to the barn is important. Yeah, I don't care. But what but there's the you is. can still be sensitive now, and I think this new proposal is mm. doing its best. I think Carol, you said that they're planning to build this interpretive centre in Corrifin. In Corrifin, now they think there's a very bad traffic problem in Corrifin now. Is there? Oh yeah, it's but very Carol, slow. Uh, I go, often go up that one road. One of the arguments at that back, slow back on the, uh, twenty years ago, well, one of the arguments was that um, we wanted out there yeah. in the heart. And do you remember they were going to do it? There was there was talk about it being in Kilfenora at one point after the Mullet Moor thing. There was talk. Yeah. And in fact they did open they did open something, Luke. The centre the centre in Kilfenora the centre in Kilfenora opened in nineteen seventy five. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right? But they did bring some in, in, well, in terms of the centre there. There is, but like what they were looking to do with Mullet Moor, um and most people would sort of half know it as if you wanted to keep going down the road, it's on the way to Father Ted's house. That, that would be a, a description of it. But the but count- it's our heirs rock. Like. Yeah, I they, mean, yeah but they bought, the council bought land off local farmers yeah, yeah. to widen the road, put in works, and they then had to take out all the works that were put in and return it back to its natural self. It should... To me, it shouldn't have been there in the first place. Like you talk about, it agrees. You talk just about like the, Derry Bryan. You, you talk yeah. about the mm-hmm. cliffs of Moher. Oh yeah. And the parking issues and the you know the roads yeah, issue yeah, that they have yeah. up there. It, Mullochmore makes the Bourne look like a seven-state inter, interstate yeah. highway, with the you know compared to what that was, it made no sense at all. Mm. But. But, but we, 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 we agree that Currafin could be a good solution if they sort out the traffic, because I worry that. If the burn gets UNESCO World Heritage status, which it probably will yes. eventually, yeah, seventeen new parking spaces to be provided at this new place. Yeah, in, in this new there'll be a lot more visitors coming to the burn. But it's not the parking spaces; it's through traffic. Through <laughs> Corrifin is an absolute bottleneck. Yeah, no, you know, you can't get over yeah. the bridge. You can't get up through the town. You can't get down. So. How do so are you so saying this? So it would have to be on the NS side. I mean, are you saying this is going to be actually add to the problems of Corrifin? Well, I mean, they're going to have to jump sort out it's, a, a traffic cor- panel. Parts of Corrifin. parking spaces provided. But yeah. parking spaces, but you still have to access the town. Parts of parts of Corrifin are like Blake's Corner. It's very Absolutely. narrow. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that is the issue. But Pat. Not, not what should you do? Just have, Blake's have the seventy yeah. parking spaces in Corrifin and bust it into the new place of the administration. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they seem to be doing. But I'm just amazed that there's a plan that is being proposed where they're actually putting in parking spaces. I thought they'd have taken them out. Anyway. Can I, can I propose we go to East Clare? I, I absolutely yes, agree yes. with you, David. And uh, unfortunately, <laughs> we, go we have a very bad news story. Yeah 
which affects everyone in the room here because it is um, uh, very close to us. It is on page two of the champion and it's on page four of the echo. Uh, Dan Danher writes, a dramatic end to a station that has given wonderful service to locals and Porrick has it on page four of the echo. Shock at sudden closure of busy Tungraney service station. And John, just to dig at you there now, I will note that uh, Porrick correctly refers to it as being in Tungraney. In Tungraney, indeed. Yes, it is not classed as being in Scarif. Whereas, unfortunately, Dan Danner has to be slightly more educated on his geography. Yes, yes. I love my connection with (laughs) Tungraney. I don't doubt it, John. But, uh, unfortunately, it is a loss. This is, we're talking, of course, about Nylon's very familiar to anybody do you know how many jobs, David, are, are gone in that? Tell me, John. 22. 22. Yeah. That is now, a significant number. We and as we citizens, we, we've raised this before. Support your local services, whatever they may be. Correct? Oh, yes. Yeah. But I, I think in this case, this shop was very much supported. I would do a lot of my shopping there every every second day. When I come to this show, I buy the goodies that we have. This is a secret now to our listeners that we we have a few goodies after this. I often buy them there. We won't be buying them there again. That was a very successful shop. We're we're told in the article that it is in receivership. To be in receivership means that the owners um, have come into financial difficulty and owe money to people. Which is very unfortunate, and that's why it's closed. It's and why, goods why, why being... does it not have the sufficiency of money? Yes, because well, the business, the foot, le- the foot leg into it wasn't deep enough. I we don't, don't think we don't know that, John. We don't know that because I tell you, the footfall in there was very good. It could be the cost of electricity. It could be a whole pile of different yeah. factors. We don't know. And the, pe- the, com- the company that owns it might have other 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 other, other concerns. And other, but con- other but I think what's very relevant. So we, we don't know really. is it, to me the, the shock of this very stark figure. I read it. I can't remember. I read it. The champion. I read it in the Echo, which was that you know there were fourteen shops in Tumgrady Scariff area. Yeah. And there are two left. Yeah. There are yeah. two left. And I think that is just shocking. Mm. Yeah. Really, that's very shocking. That's a sad reflection right. on, I think, society and the drive to yeah. put people into uh, yeah. shopping centres. Well, and would say into not regional areas, uh, urban areas. Yeah. yeah. Well, the service well, station is, has a, is not just a shop. Yeah. I yeah. mean, well, you know, it's meeting the needs of travellers on the road. Well, it is. Yeah. And, you know, it, like there is no. now only one petrol station, but, but look at from Killaloo to Portumna. I think there is. Well, you have two. You two. Have, you have Rogers in Scarif and in Woodland yeah. Shannon. Well. This was open 24 hours a day. Yeah. And if you, if, if you yeah. just look at an, uh, an article on page 13 of the East Fair page, industry costs widely at Canucknagwiha, which is a, a relevant thing. Canucknagwiha tunes up the festival. Uh, industry costs from the 2.3 million toilet closures cultural centre has gone off the scale over the last year due to dramatic increase in electricity gas prices, it is, and gas prices is now this week. Um, Brila McNamara says running the building used to cost approximately 500 per have been before the increase in oil, electricity, and gas spiraled to two and a half thousand monthly now. Yeah, and so I think retailers are, re- are under real pressure. If a retailer has a tight margin, that will finish them. Um, and it's a particular business strategy in, in, in certain respects, but who knows what has happened here? But I'd say, I'll tell you, John, um, that shop was very busy, well, enough, and yeah, I'll yeah, tell yeah. you, all of the school children, uh, many of the school children from the college, would, would come down the there at yeah. lunch at mm. lunchtime mm. and get yeah. their lunch. They were doing a, a good trade, you know. And I feel sorry for them now. I don't know where they go now. Um, whether no, they the go school, into the, the school Scarif. provides lunch within. Well, a lot of the students were coming down to the shop come down there for their lunch. Yeah. Mm. Sure, we we all wanted to skive off for for <laughs> half an hour yeah. to get to yeah. get out. But listen. I, it, 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 I was way ahead of you. And you used to come up, come up to the co-op looking for people, John. We, we remember that too. But listen, it, it's, it's a very... Um, 
evoking some memories to your listeners. It's a very... You, David, you'd have had to live here growing up to, to get that one. Yeah. And I won't talk about change packing and, uh, and uh, cigarettes. Uh, you would have to feel very sorry for the staff. For sure. Uh, because it, this was uh, very sudden. It appears none of the staff were forewarned or had any dealings with it. And some of the staff turned up for work to be told, sorry, you've no job. Go, go yeah. home. Yeah. So listen, all we can do is hope that things improve. And that maybe down the line that uh, a new owner, a or new owner, or existing the existing owner, owner can get it open, yeah. and it will just be along the lines that we said. It's you know, we sort of try and yeah. we it's always try and say, try and support local. I don't think that supporting no, local no, no, no. was the issue here, because yeah. I think it was being supported. Yeah. Now, listen, we are really short of time. Page thirteen. Uh, you talk about. Uh, a business that we say what had what we thought was a good going concern to works cause service station slump and this is page 13 in the champion yeah. uh, it, it's over the border but shall we They're give them a little bit of a thing larkins a shop that anyone that would say would david you would have probably passed by this it's time. a shop it's a shop like bit islands i would go into because i would be passing i'd yeah. get the milk i'd get whatever we used to do regular business there when we were passing, and it always was a passing trade. And of course, it's a metro station. And naturally, of course, if you're going to close that road to traffic, it's bound to have an impact. Now, it's going to be temporary, of course, but that temporary could be a long time for this it's business. Next August. Yeah. So. Sorry, next May. Yeah. Next May. Sorry. Yeah. So you have to feel sorry for this business. Um, yes. I don't know, is there any solution, though? To there it? isn't. It's a little bit like uh, in Ennis and Limerick when they dig up the centre of town every few years and the premises, the shop, uh, the shops lose cost, cost of yeah. you know. So listen, we'll, we'll move on. Last two stories. Uh, Fecal GA, yeah, uh, it looks as if they're going building. Uh, the major development plan for the facilities there. Yeah. I well, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The I last of the, the clubs in the immediate area that's getting a total makeover mm. you know, okay yeah and if you want people to come and live in your village you provide them with all the services that's con- that's possible to provide and this what are, what are they proposing John well they've they've, planned, they've unveiled uh, a major development plan for fecal at borough fecal I don't know where, where, where that is in relation to the it's, it's beside yeah. the, the it? job, yeah. It's basically a new building. They're going to knock the existing dressing rooms. Yeah. New dressing rooms, meeting rooms, gymnasium, tea room, ancillary club shop, medical and room, ref. refs changing rooms, and ancillary areas. Well, it'd be like something that <laughs> Scarif GA has yes. here. I, I would presume yeah. Probably yeah. possibly a smaller yeah. version of it. But listen, right. we'll, we'll wish them the it's best of luck with that. Absolutely. So, and uh, by the way, it reminds me, uh, Luke, as well, that we had our, um, our Churchgate collection this weekend and it as a measure of the respect and love which society of Easter has for the radio was manifest at the weekend absolutely yeah. so we're absolutely. saying thank you to yeah. all yeah absolutely uh, well said John. and uh, by I suppose we'll say with Fecal being in the quarter final of the senior and we're back on FM you know <laughs> sure, that's right sure, these things are <laughs> last topic there's a picture of Brian Brew uh, photograph there taken by John Kelly at the bottom of page 13. A photo of Brian Baru. Yeah, a, apparently so. A he, photo of a mural. Yeah, his, his name is there and he's holding a sword. Uh, and the dog. Uh, and it's Killaloo's First Prism Street. Yeah, the dog I'm not quite sure of and the board looks a little bit out of size with the dog. But anyway, listen, there was a successful grant application made for a grant uh, in relation to it and artwork took place in what was the old cinema? No, I'm afraid... David, a little bit like yourself, uh, I'm going to claim ignorance to this one because I, I think this might have happened before my time. John, a cinema in Killaloo. Can well, you... I, there was a cinema in Scarf when I came here. Oh, well, yes, now I can remember cinema. that. But can, can you? Can you remember? You, as a matter of since you mentioned the, the actual uh, cinema, Luke, um, did you dance at that? in that hall? Uh, no, John, I was a bit young for that and I also have two left feet. My dancing days might have been across the road in another venue. <laughs> but Pat, Pat can make a, a, a confession now that he is the senior member here at the <laughs> um, 
Pat, were you at the cinema in Killaloo? No. No, no. okay, right, okay. Right. Well, I didn't even know there was a cinema in Killaloo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't too interested in the movies, Pat. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, listen, listen, it's uh, visible to everybody there. It's uh, nearly opposite the cathedral, I suppose, would be the best place we could describe it. And it's near Ponte Vecchio, so you can yeah. go in Killaloo. Is it the Garda Barracks? No, it's it's uh, down. Uh, it's uh, near Ponte Vecchio, John. It's down, oh, down there. Down, 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 down there. Every time you for the. We don't, but go on, Pat. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> the first anniversary of the opening of the of the final development is will be mapped with uh, in, in Tulla with Connacht we have this next weekend. Um, on Friday night you'll have the Tulla Kelly Band, and. Um, That's the culture night, isn't it? Yes. No, no it's the anniversary of the opening of Connacht and Gweha. Is this next week? Yeah. Next week. Oh, yeah. Is yeah, this something else? Tomorrow night is on tomorrow night. Well, we're we're yeah. going out on Sunday, Sunday, so it's yeah. over. You have, a, you have a, a concert in on Saturday night at fifty nine with the Kilton Old End. Pat, are you going to mention the the cost of energy in? Uh, he al- he yeah. already yeah. mentioned yeah. it. He, did, he, did. he already yeah. mentioned it. Fair enough. Right, listen, we're done. We're late. Pat, have we ent- have we something that lasts about ten seconds? <laughs> Okay. All right. Listen, that's it. Carol, thank you for coming in oh, and uh, keeping the men in shape. Uh, and uh, the, the usual crew, David, John S and Pat, thank you very much. Hopefully Jim will be back next week and you won't have to listen to me. So till then, goodbye and I take care. Very good. Hey Jude. Don't make it bad Take a sad song and make it better Remember to let her into your heart Then you can start to make it